of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Given the way that the game unfolded, I'm curious how important do you feel it is to convey whatever decision you make on that to the players today? Yeah, first thing we do today is talk about the uh, cold game and talk about some of the corrections and things we need to do from that. So that's still the emphasis today. Like it always is the day after the game. Or two days after the game. That was Bill Belichick today. This is hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart on WEI. So, no surprise, not telling you who the quarterback is going to be following the bye week. The options aren't great, clearly. And you had brought up something about how if the players on the team are like, we've got to be done with Mac. I wonder how many of them truly can feel that way when, if they look in the mirror, how good have they been, right? Like, it's not like you have a bunch of guys playing really well and being like, oh, if only this one guy was better. Because the offensive linemen, for the most part, haven't been very good. The receivers have been bad. Aaron Murray's available if you need a, a veteran former uh, quarterback. You could get Aaron Murray. He's doing Tuesday night Mac games, so I think he'd take the call. I mean, Mac Jones might want to. He's working with notes. a broadcast partner named Onion. Well, you know, what are you going to do? It's still it's tele- it's on television. It's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Proceed. Uh, yeah, they're not doing their job. So it's like hard to be like, yeah, you know, we need to change quarterbacks. Like, And then what? And then you can drop a pass from the next guy or you can miss a block from the next guy. Like, it's the old, you know, glass house. So who, who isn't in a glass house? Like, who's played well for them? Yeah. I mean. Offensively ev- in particular. Offensively, I would say. Hunter Henry? Well might be strong. He's okay. played, He's been. Good enough? Fine. Yeah, probably. Like, average. Fine. Yeah, average. And he definitely uh, hasn't. Demario really, Douglas? Yeah, Pop Douglas. But, like, is he going to be like, oh, man, if we just had a different quarterback? Plus, he's boys with Mac from uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, so they I don't played think, like seven on seven together. Yeah, so I don't think that's happening. Like, I don't know if there's this uh, big outcry to remove Mac Jones. I don't know. Now, I'm not saying they all defend him. Like, they've all talked in the media. And they Bet get, you Mike Gasicki's like, um, can we get a new quarterback who'll hit me in the back of the end zone? <laughs> it's true. Although, per- but, like, Mike Gasicki has, like, no oh, leg to stand on. He's been so bad stinks. this year. I told you. Yeah, you were right. Most He's, overrated player on the Patriots coming into the year. Juju Smith-Schuster is up there. Yeah, people, but... Because I've talked to Cadlick. Cadlick was pumped about Juju well, Smith-Schuster. Cadlick had to take a uh, mea culpa for yeah. both of them. He was big yeah. on both of them, and I didn't see either. Holy mackerel. I knew Gasicki would suck, and I thought Juju was uh, an overrated bum. Who would have thought that Jonu Smith and Jacoby Myers would be so much better than Smith-Schuster and Gasicki? Well, Jonu Smith, I mean... The wide receiver one, I did. I, I definitely thought Myers was going to be better too. and a loss. You see him lighten people up. He did he, uh, that Franklin uh, Myers, oh, yeah. D-lineman. Woo-hoo, decleated him. But Jonu Smith has had some big games with the Falcons. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I... It's something. Yeah. It's not nothing. Yeah. It's not nothing. That's sure. And nothing is basically what Juju has given you. Yeah. What, do you have one catch the other day? Uh, Yep, one for nine. On, I believe, 90% snaps playtime. Played a lot. Kind of hard to be out there that much. Yep. And not, like, accidentally get open and catch a ball. He's the new Devontae Parker. It's Play a lot, grab one ball, and they both call it know, a day. have contracts they should not have. Yep. Those are Those are examples of... There's a plenty of examples of why Bill Belichick has lost his way and why this team is lost. Yeah. 
those two guys are on the list. Ad would be as would be Jack Jones. Yeah, so your guy Jack Jones, who uh, made it through this off season when he brought loaded guns to Logan Airport, that was a and, racist issue, as lawyer said. Oh right, so so they obviously stuck by him then. Yeah, and coincidentally, they hadn't played a game yet. They were oh no, and they had uh, high hopes for the season. Yeah, and then he missed curfew a couple of weeks ago, so he didn't play the first what two series of the game. He missed curfew though, so that means he showed up, which makes him look better than Jack uh, J C Jackson, True. who just flat out didn't show up. Not there at all, Coach. I know I'm late, but he ain't even here. But J C Jackson's on the team still. But he was asked to chill out. You don't need to go to Germany. Yeah, that is weird. One guy, the same night, got yeah. them both benched the next day. They didn't start the next day. Correct, but they both played. They both played. Yep. And then after that, JC was told, you know what? Why don't you go take some time to cool off? Yeah, take a lap. Jack Jones is brought to Germany. But he was on double secret probation. Didn't start. Nope. Barely played. Didn't handle Sulked on well the bench. Yeah. And he's gone. Yeah. Now he's a Raider. That'll work out. He got picked up immediately by Antonio Pierce, who coached him in college and in high school. So do you, knowing you as Rich Keefe, you got to kind of like that, right? They're kind of bringing back the the old school Raider. Like, I don't care what you did, we'll take you. If you can play, you can play, and we'll find a way. In reality, the Patriots did that very much for the last 20 years. But the Raiders, maybe it's because their logo is, like, scary. Like, they get more, they're they're more lumped in with, like, oh, they take all the bad boys. It's like... The freaking Patriots. I bet you could stack up the Patriots, quote-unquote, bad boys with anybody. But they masked it yeah, with yeah, yeah. Tom Brady. Right. Here he the is. Nice smile, Tom the smile, the teeth, the quotes, and the way he You're talks. Like, what about these other guys? Um, no, but so, yeah, Jack Jones, I predicted that actually this morning. Oh, he's going to go to the Raiders? He was, and it won't work. It's a terrible decision. It's like... Well, I think... He's just had, as I said last night, buzzards luck. It didn't work for him at Southern Cal. It didn't work for him at Arizona State. Didn't work for him in New England. But I think the next this one, is the place. This is it. Vegas Las is the place. Vegas. No, of in, a, in an not. environment where they're like smoking post game, yeah. and that's all going to go well, right? It's going to go poorly. Yeah, it's going to go poorly if they care. They, they might not have curfew. They might not. They might be like whatever. Show up when you show up. I would be interested to see how some of that, like we see the smoking in the locker room that Antonio Pierce has brought and the driving up in the whatever that car was that he showed up in, like the low rider with the hydraulics and the whatever. Um, But I do wonder, like, what are their meetings like? I don't know. I mean, like Bo Hardegree is their offensive coordinator who was here and went there with McDaniels as the QB coach. Like, is Bo Hardigree, like, lighting up a cigar in the middle of his QB? It's weird. Things? Right. Like, I was here with Josh. I still yeah. actually like Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. I, I owe Josh a lot. Josh brought me here, but I was, like, the last but, man standing. Know, survival. Whatever you say, Coach. It is weird. Now, they've won back-to-back games. They beat the Giants and the Jets, so say whatever you want. But still, they're, they're 500 now. The Raiders play the Dolphins in Miami, and then they're home to Kansas City the next two games. So we'll get a real the fun sense. is over. Yeah, we'll get a real sense of what's going on I mean, on they there. kind of escaped last week. Oh, yeah. That no. was a very losable football game. Definitely. But also, they went to Aiden O'Connell. And he looks like, ridiculous. He stinks. No, no, no. I'm not talking about his play. I'm just, yeah, just yeah. judging him you know, oh, superficially. Looks, no, but he also stinks. The mustache. Yeah. He's got a bad chin strap. He looks a little chunky for a QB, like yeah. chubby face. Guy's just winning Great games, story. Like, winning you games. know, walk on, eighth string, yeah. that whole thing. Love that. Love See, that. that I can root for. Yeah, sure. Rootable. Uh, Matt's in Braintree. He joins us next year on the program. What's up, Matt? Uh, hey guys, I just want to make the point. Um, I, I I go insane when I hear about this Belichick for the Cowboys. If he goes there, it will be just the biggest biggest example of a hypocrite. That team is built the complete opposite way that he has built the Patriots. 
and which has resulted in the complete dismantling of the Patriots. That team spends money on, like, star players. They draft high. So for him to go there and get his wins, it's just complete fraudulency, in my opinion. Uh, that's just want to make that point. Thank you. All right. Yeah, do you, what chance do you give him going to Dallas? Uh, I'd rule it out. Right now, the Cowboys I don't think are Robert six wants three to go watch Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones team up to win a Super Bowl. And Robert, but if remember, Dallas has if, a little control, if Dallas offers a first round pick and nobody else offers a first round pick, the best thing for Robert Kraft to do is trade him to Dallas. Just like you think he Bill traded Drew to the Bills, correct? Uh, like Robert yeah, Kraft, the Cowboys should, could win the Super Bowl, but they could, but they won't. What if they win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year too? For the Cowboys? Yeah. Well, then they're not. They don't. Then they'll keep McCarthy. And Wait, it's already set up according to Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> I mean, my guy Dan Orlovsky had a little bit of a hard time. Hopefully, he unplugged and plugged back in because I just I've heard that. I've heard <laughs> that. <laughs> like what? But that is the greatest. That I, I love it's that. It's amazing. So we yeah, we'll add that to the. I'll be in the show archives forever. But yeah, so Dallas is. Uh, like, I don't think Mike McCarthy is a very good coach. But they're good enough. They're going to be a playoff team. But if they lose famously with some crazy decision in like the divisional round, right. Jerry Jones could finally say enough is enough. Yeah. And then remember when the when the Patriots played the Cowboys this year, Belichick had a lot of really nice things to say about the Cowboys. Right. But you can't. I mean, you can. But yeah. you can't jerk Bill around. According to Arlovsky, like the place is set. Is this place set in so Bill's does, mind, or is it set in Robert's mind, or well, both? And that's what I want to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is some question. I heard the uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, of the Jones and Mego show discussing this. Okay. If Orlovsky's hearing things, so stuff he's, is being said. Sure, he's hearing things. He's hearing I just, I've heard that. I hope his ears work better than his d- 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 tongue. <laughs> he's had, he's had, he had a bit of a time there. Um, is this a Patriots have... Worked out a deal to trade Bill Belichick like Robert Kraft is kind of working the back. Is it Bill Belichick working things out for Bill Belichick? And if you're Robert Kraft and you know you haven't set up a deal, you're in the locker room today and you're like, hey, what did Olavsky say? I haven't talked to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Over my dead body, you're looking out for Bill. Wait a minute. You got seven more games to coach for my damn team. Yeah. So wouldn't you do everything in your power to derail Bill Belichick manipulating the situation? Yes. Is this Parcells 2.0? The, the We're going to be tracing phone calls? Yeah. It's, it's certainly not mutual party. Because Robert could do it. Robert's Robert, allowed of course to. He could. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of BSing here because I don't know legalities totally. Great. But I think if Robert wanted to, Robert could talk openly about trading Bill Belichick, right? There's no tampering involved. It's his coach. Uh, I can trade my coach. Yeah, I think as long as he doesn't bring up other teams, probably. But whatever. Why, Why can't I bring it up with other teams if they're interested? He's my property. Oh, you or mean not like property. publicly it's, it's, or like privately? Privately. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. He yeah. could talk to Josh Harris last week at the buffet line at oh, Gillette Stadium and yes. be like, yeah. you want Bill, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll take a one. Josh yeah. Harris goes, okay, done. Robert goes, okay, I'll talk to you after the season. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing illegal, I don't think, about that. I don't think if so. If Bill Belichick talks to Josh Harris without Robert Kraft. That's not, not allowed. Not okay. You're under contract to the New England Patriots. It's been now widely reported. Not in the spirit Through of the 2024, no. you're under contract. Right. So if I'm Robert and I hear Dan Orlovsky talking about something that I've had no part in. I, uh, I, uh, I just, I've heard that. 
First, I go, hey, Stacy, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> yeah, right. And then I say, get him a water. Wait a minute. Where's he hearing that from? Because we haven't done anything. So this is where I would And be... I would suspend him and send wow. him home with J.C. Jackson. Okay. Right now, because I can't you fire him. for the rest of the season. Because my inclination was to fire him. I like this. Kind of like, ru- like Bill pulled Mac. Yep. My inclination would be to pull Bill and fire his ass. But if I fire suspend his ass, him. he can go where I want He gets exactly <laughs> right. what he wants. So I suspend his ass. I like that. I think that is uh, it's good if, if the relationship's that bad and you have the ability to hold the grudge and get Mayo, something out you're of it, up. then you do it. Because the other thing you could do is, like the Portland Tra- Trailblazers GM, I forget his name, fantastic, when they were like, hey, Lillard wants to go to the Heat. He's like, no. And his agent's like, he's only going to the Heat. He's like, well, I'm not doing that then. Right. Like, you do still have some control. Like, yeah. I know the players run the league, and I know, like, even even in the NFL, star players kind of eventually get what they want, and they get to manipulate trades and things like that. But if Bill, without Robert knowing, has, like, finalized the trade to a uh, destination, yeah. Robert doesn't have to send him there. Can Bill trade himself? Uh, no. Doesn't he have full control <laughs> over the football? Yeah. He's part of football. Well, you'd have to go back to the last few coach trades. Like, who orchestrated the Sean Payton trade? Who orchestrated the No, but the did they have full control? I bet your Bill's got a good contract. I'm sure he does, too. So if it says he has full control over football operations, couldn't Bill Belichick trade Bill Belichick? And Robert couldn't oh, do anything Jesus about Christ. it? Christ, I don't know. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking about it. That would make my head hurt. Like, I don't know if he can do that. So, oh, Imagine oh, that. If he could trade himself. over and, and Robert can't do anything about it because he gave full control to Bill Belichick? For a seventh-round pick, I'm going to right. you know, Team X. Yeah, that would be pretty wild. But also, could, could, Playing radio. could Kraft like, just keep him on ice next year? Sure, I would right? think. Now, a lot of this gets down to contracts and language and right. who's got the better lawyer who wrote and the contract. Like, would you rather have a second-round pick or just like ice him out of the game? Would so. you rather trade Bill to the Cowboys okay. where he might win? Maybe. He might bring legitimacy to that team. Maybe. That's talented. I don't think he's a great coach, though, right I now. don't either. Okay. Okay. But I don't think there are a lot of great coaches in the NFL. No. I think Sean McDermott kind of stinks, and he's well, had Sean one McDermott of the best teams. definitely stinks. No, but he's been within a he's sniff not of... good. No, right now, but he's been within a sniff of the Super Bowl. Once. Like, I'm not sure Zach Taylor's a great coach. He's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of not great coaches that win a lot of games. But I don't think Bill Belichick steps into any place and is automatically this huge upgrade that maybe 10 years ago he would have been. Oh, I think in Los Angeles, he's a massive uh, upgrade. Staley over. kind of Staley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we'll continue with this. I also want to get to some other stuff as well. As Jason Tatum had a monster fourth quarter as the Celtics win again last night. And there is uh, sort of an update on Shohei Otani as well. So we get to all that. Your phone call is 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, the 11-1-2 Bruins back on the ice tonight. They're on the road in Buffalo taking on the Sabres. Puck is about to drop any minute now. Kevin Shattenkirk will replace Ian Mitchell on the third defensive pairing, while Linus Ulmark will get the start in the net for your Boston Bruins. Celtics beat the Knicks at the TD Garden last night, 114-98. Jason Tatum had 35 points. Jalen Brown, 22. Porzingis had 21. Celtics back at it tomorrow night when they'll be in Philly to take on the Sixers. Tip-off at 7.30. Also, it was reported earlier today that Kristaps Porzingis is now listed as questionable for tomorrow's game with the right knee contusion. We will keep you posted on that situation, so keep it locked right here to WEEI. The Patriots now 2-8 heading into a bye week after losing to the Colts. 10-6 on Sunday in Germany. 
Mac Jones was on with WE's, WEI's own Jones and Mego earlier today. He spoke on the success of his rookie year compared to this season. Yeah, I think you know, everyone's frustrated, and you know, obviously I am too. And there's a lot of things that you know I wish I could do better, and I've kind of identified those things, and um, that's where it all starts. And I know I'm going to put the work in to do it and uh, get the momentum moving in the right direction. So um, obviously that's a big picture kind of what you put, laid out there, but at the end of the day, I have to focus on the small picture and figure out what I can do better. Patriots back at it on Sunday, November 26th, when they'll face the Giants in New York, kickoff at 1 p.m. Also, after being cut by the Patriots yesterday, cornerback Jack Jones was claimed by the Raiders today. This move reunites Jones with head coach Antonio Pierce, who coached Jones in high school and college. And in a crazy upset last night, the Bills now 5-5 five and five after they lost to the Broncos 24-22 to during last night's Monday Night Football. Trending now brought to you by Jackson Lumber. Contractors, builders, and homeowners visit Jackson Lumber and Millwork for all your residential remodeling or commercial building materials and supplies. Jackson Lumber and Millwork, providing solutions and delivering results since 1946. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. So That's going to do it. Jason Tatum, as usual, is the man. Finishes with 35. Browns get 22. Another day at the office, another win for Boston. So it sounded like on NBC Sports Boston last night as the Celtics get their eighth win of the year in 10 games, 114-98 over the Knicks. Monster fourth quarter for Jason Tatum, who had half of his 35 points in the fourth, Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis also over 20. So yeah. Sort of your your big three, if you will, all score 20 Spin points. the wheel. Spin the Spin wheel it. of 20-point scores. Who's going to have 30 on any given night? Spin it Mike a little Gorman, bit. I am not uh, qualified to critique. Yeah, you just kind of let that one breathe a little bit. But, like, he's like, oh, another night, Tatum, <laughs> another win. <laughs> like, uh, like, it's your last year. Yeah, I know. Every one of these wins, like blowouts, enjoy it. You beat the Knicks. That's a pretty good team. But him just sitting there not saying anything is still better than the new guy. Uh, yeah. Well, I love Mike Gorman for the yeah. understated. It yes. was better with Tommy. When, of course. Oh, they're going to call that a foul. <laughs> I mean, you hit him on the, the arm, Tommy. Hit him on, <laughs> like, he just quietly says yeah. it like, He's obviously. bleeding, he Tommy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he does the same thing to Scal sometimes because yeah. Scal can kind of be Tries to go homeric. too homery, yeah. But... I mean, Mike, let's get excited. It's yeah. a great team. It's your last year. You want to ride a duck boat out into retirement. You're on your way. Face himself a little bit, I guess, maybe. But uh, 10 games into the season and kind of kind of as expected in a way, right? I mean, they, yeah, they, I didn't expect a two-game losing streak. But no, yeah. that's true. I mean, that's true. They were going to lose some games, uh, I suppose. Yeah, back-to-backs. Yeah, the back-to-backs was tough. And it was against two good teams. And they get Philly again tomorrow, which will be good to watch. Like, how do they go about Joel Embiid? Yeah, you know Tyrese Maxey, who's having an awesome he's had like season. Fifty. Who Maxey? Yeah, he's been awesome this year. No James Harden. Now suddenly he right. can. He's allowed to to be the man. But uh, 
Yeah, the the Knicks are kind of scrappy. Like that's a scrappy, decent team, yeah. like playoff team. We've already played them twice in yeah, ten games. Wins. Yeah, a couple of wins there. Yeah, they're no they're no pushovers. Uh, but on a night like last night, you're not going to get the calls about uh, you know the bench is trash because that's what we've gotten after the the two losses. We got people blaming the bench and not the. I don't know, bad starters or the guys that didn't play well. Like Those are the guys that are going to win and lose you the game Absolutely. the whole time. I'm fine with that. Now, Jason Tatum, we just had a discussion off air because yes. I don't know if anybody would have interest in this, but I have this like... Well, I would hope that they would. ...wonder slash working theory that Jason Tatum takes some of the um, more indirect routes to 30-point <laughs> games at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he can go quiet, go dead. You're like, he's terrible. And then all of a sudden he goes on a run and you're like, huh. Oh, you're like, wait a minute. Finish with 30. Yep. Um, yeah. And you said you think that's probably actually sort of more the norm than a guy getting like eight, 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 thirty-two points. You know, pretty equal. Yeah. throughout the quarters. So I was looking this up because the other high scorer from last night in the NBA was Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. He finished yeah. with thirty-nine points. Okay, what do you have? He had at the half he had ten. Okay, so and then his in was the weighted. third quarter alone he had twenty-two. So maybe it is more than norm. <laughs> yeah, I think it happens. I think it, it could. Some of these guys sit big chunks in certain quarters, and well, you know, and that's where I said, do the Celtics have it different because of sort of their star power and the rotations, and when certain guys are in and out, yeah. that would make sense. Like, oh, he sat for half the second quarter, so he didn't score mm-hmm. a lot of points in the second. You also know I'm a bit critical of Tatum because I think he no shows for quarters, including in playoff games, especially funny, early and late. Me, you're telling me it's frustrating to watch Jason Tatum when you're the biggest Jalen Brown fan yeah. at the station, and nobody's more frustrating than him. He no be frustrating. I don't know what you he's nodding the, your head at back there. It says like hell. Yeah, yeah. He's ruined my bet du jour a couple times this season already. Stick to non-sports, he's, you stiz. Three hundred mil. <laughs> No, the contract doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it does. No, it doesn't. It, yes, it does. He's all NBA. He earned he the contract. was all NBA. You got to keep getting that every year. And weren't you the one, like, last month arguing Get that him. the second all-team NBA, like, was different than the first? I thought you were oh, arguing with Oh, yeah, I do that Rich. for everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't include <laughs> like second-team second all-pro. All yeah, you were like, all oh, pro. he's not really all-team NBA. But he checked off the boxes he needed to to get that contract. Uh, yeah, I'm did. not going to no. begrudge him. He did. He did. But he is more frustrating because talk about having just ice cold from the floor. Yeah, you know why it's dribble, not frustrating? Because I don't hear anybody telling me how great he is. What about, what do you mean people don't talk about how great it's he is? It's frustrating when Tatum doesn't show up because te- everybody tells yeah. me, if you listen to Doris Burke do a game, I mean, she just gushes about Jason Tatum. Tatum's you great. think he invented the See sport. See what Paul Pierce said about him? What? Paul Pierce on Twitter said he's the best American player in the world. Or actually, just the best American player, I guess is what he said. <laughs> I added the world part with, uh, just for effect, and that really doesn't make any sense. He's the best American player. Okay. I would say, yeah. I mean, you got to go, um, yeah. is he better than Curry at this point? Probably. I Probably. Mean, that's not really fair. Though. Durant, LeBron, like those guys are a little bit older. Know. They're aging out. That's what I'm saying. So Tatum. Yeah. I mean. Oh, you don't like that? No, it's fine. All right. But that's all I hear is how good he is. People He's are very, very hesitant good. to He's talk good. about his warts, to talk about his mistakes. So uh, he said, Jalen Brown. Oh, no, he did. No, I'm sorry. He did say in the world. So I was actually, I was right. So he, he tweeted during the game yesterday, Tatum is the best American basketball player in the world. Well, he wanted to make sure like Boogie Cousins in Puerto Rico when I saw him playing. Like he, point. He's an American playing in Puerto Rico. Smart. Is he better? American. So you're talking about the whole world. Yep. I guess that makes sense. And then somebody responded to him and said, Pierce, I love you, but no. He's top five or six, though. And then Pierce responded to that guy by saying, 
Shut up, dummy. <laughs> was he high? Probably. I think that's like his general state now. And was there somebody twerking in front of him or Probably. something? Like he yeah, had trouble focusing. Yeah, that's the truth, though. He's just living living his life out there. Doing I'm not the sure you can come up with six players that are American-born that are better than him. No chance. He's pretty good now. No chance. Um, well, here's the thing. Do you... What do you call Joel Embiid? Because Joel Embiid is actually has a nationality in three different countries. He's yeah, playing he's, for Team USA, though. But he's from Africa. He is, I think it's what, what are the three? It's like France, Morocco, and U.S., I think. Okay. Where was he born? Mm, I don't know. Because that's what I'm counting. Well, if you're an American citizen, aren't you an American? No, that's What do you BS. mean? That counts. Because these all could be. They could all become Americans. Well, there you go. I think Paul Pierce meant like where you were born, where you're from. All right. And is like Kobe, was he not an American because he spent so much time in what, Italy? Kobe was on Team USA, but yeah, he might not. Like, Kyrie... Didn't he grow up in Italy because his dad was playing over there? Probably. I don't think Kyrie was born here, right? A bunch of guys probably yeah. were. But I guess the other com- the other guys would be like Devin Booker or like Shea Gildress Alexander or, I mean, it is Tatum. Because the thing like, I don't it, even like Tatum, and I think Tatum's the answer. It's very weighted international guys because Jokic and Giannis and Doncic right. and Embiid, I guess, depending, are all, like, insane. So, But any anything stand out to you? Ten games into the season for the Celtics, anything stand out to you as, even if they're still the favorite, is there something that they need to address? Whether yeah, the coach. Be, I don't like him either. His I little tete-a-tete with Gary Washburn. Stupid. Which is ongoing. Yep. Which apparently continued into the press conference was that yesterday oh, Turp was bad. telling me it can like off the mic a little bit he continues to go with washburn like why is he fixated on his back and forth with washburn over three pointers i don't know it's conduct unbecoming of an nba head coach like i don't and i know i come from the belichick world which is very different but and I know he's a young guy, and maybe this is a generational thing. What is he, 34 now? He's young, yeah. I, I just, like, okay. You're the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Carry yourself as such. I I don't get it. It seems like such a waste of time, and it's like, even if... Yeah, like he was born in Cameroon. Joel Embiid, sorry. Cameroon. Yeah, that, no, that's who it was. I don't know why I was thinking Morocco, but yeah, so Cameroon. Yeah, you had me questioning myself. No, 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 you're right. But I think he also could have played for the French team, and he could have played, and he is playing for the American team. But no, he's like, I don't, I'm not a big Missoula fan, uh, but they're dug it. Like, that's their guy. Like, they're they're rolling with him. Well, I think now. that is, you know, like, they picked him. Yeah. It's a controversial. They're not dug in, I wouldn't say. If you were dug in, I'm not sure you had Sam Cassell mm. and Charles Lee and... Uh, those guys to be Jeff Van Gundy. Re- but I don't know if Van <laughs> yeah, Gundy no, is really. Gundy. Yeah, he, he's a Gundy. consultant. Yeah, but you have two guys that are what right there. Hey, uh, you guys want to just come stand over here and walk up and down in front of the bench and call timeout because now you're promoted. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, so I'm. On that. So I do believe they're all in. In that, I think they built a team for him. Um, I love when people tell me Puerto Rico is American. I know it's a territory, but it isn't really. <laughs> it's not a state. We're, we're not getting. Into we're the doing whole thing. that. We're not doing geography tonight. This isn't we're we're overmatched. Geography or this is I don't even know what this is. Geography, civics, capital. It's the capital of Iowa, Uh, Des Moines, probably, probably. (laughs) It's gotta be. It's not a lot of options, I guess. Iowa City. Yeah, but Missoula, I think, is still one that like I'm more worried about Missoula than I am the bench. Uh, Now, depending on how this next matchup tomorrow night with Embiid goes, Sam Hauser is like a star, drilling threes. He's better than Horford. Yes. So last year Horford was the three guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he had a lot and of And I threes. guess Grant Williams still, too. 
Yeah, yeah, no, but, but Horford, Horford had a really didn't good percentage. Did he lead the last NBA? Year. Horford until he got to the playoffs, and then he led the NBA in not being able he to He was hit horrible. Threes. And he even made a comic as he referred to himself as an elite three point shooter, and somebody Stopped. said something, and he was like dead serious. And he's like, You look at my numbers, you don't think I'm elite? I'm like, Well, all right. quick side note. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I know I do this. There's well, a lot watching of the game uh, the other day. How quick is this going to be? And they were in Philly, whatever, right. whenever that was. Yeah. And they were booing Horford. Yeah. And on the NBC Sports Boston broadcast, Scal says, I can't believe they're booing Al Horford. This man is one of the great winners of our generation. He's not. No, he's not. Excuse me, Scal? <laughs> no, no, he's not at all. He hasn't won anything. That's why they're booing him. He's never won anything. He was brought there he to lead horrible. them. He made, he made a ton of money And he was Atlanta, supposed to be the veteran Philly. presence to like help them win, oh, get over the top. Sucked. Oh, he sucked out loud in One Philly. of the great winners. Yeah. Uh, did you think he was Tom Brady? College yeah. basketball, though. He won two titles in college. And that was forever ago. Yeah, so Carmelo won one in college. Right. Like, what are we doing? No, Horford, in fact. Great winners of our generation. They're named like Jeter and Brady. Curry. Whatever. Curry. LeBron. One of them was a fake one. Duncan, Kobe, Shaq. They all would qualify ahead of Al Horford. Al freaking Horford. Like, no way. And I'm not really an Al hater. I'm kind of indifferent on Al. I just don't think he's very good. Well, so I think that's what. But Hauser's better. Yes, Hauser is better. And that is, is that sustainable? Thing. I think Hauser can knock down open threes, sure. Yeah, I definitely okay. do. The Horford thing is mildly concerning because one thing that everybody says is, love the Celtics starting five, and then people are so quick to say they have a top six better than anybody else. It's like, well, yeah, it's very weighted by the top five. Like sure. Their sixth guy, is, if it's Horford, right. like, what does he at this stage of his career really bring to the table? I would argue not much. And then Peyton Pritchard's kind of a nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. He hasn't played well. Right. Isn't he supposed to be a something? I don't think so. I know they Didn't gave they a, just signed for like a Yeah. What and was he, the extension? And they gave him some money. Yeah. He, they got him in the in the, he had a good like preseason. I'm like, okay. I I just think he's gonna be such a defensive liability that any good team is gonna go right at him and he's gonna be useless. Do you think he's gonna play any that's, that's why we have uh, the rim protector, uh Porzingis. Por, Por, the zinger. Yeah, but so I think at some point I wonder if there'll be either a trade or a, a buyout. I'm not talking about now. Okay, the contract I, was not as big as I thought. No. It's four years, $30 million. Yeah, I mean, it's good money if you can get it, but it's not, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would take <laughs> it. Yeah, but for some reason, I thought it yeah. was over $10 million a year, and it's not. Uh, speaking of good money, if you want to get on the Celtics, uh, feel free. But speaking of uh, good money, we all imagine Shohei Otani is going to make quite a bit of it. And Jeff Passan, or Jeff Passan, he had... Uh, a little write-up on ESPN, and he said the Dodgers, Rangers, and Red Sox oh. are all expected to be in the Otani sweepstakes, according to sources, and through the industry's overwhelming expectations is they wind up with the Dodgers. Now, so the Dodgers are the favorite. They've been the favorite for a while. Sure. But apparently Otani also likes the Rangers because the Rangers that uh, early on when Otani was playing in Japan, the Rangers expressed interest then. Mm-hmm. So I think... It's like the first college team that recruits you. You're like, oh, yeah. well, I give you credit for you identified me a little sure. bit. And apparently he likes visiting Boston and Fenway Park. Yeah, fond of Fenway Park, I read. <laughs> He's obviously never okay. sat in the seats. Right. <laughs> uh, but they're at least on the list. But I just fear this is going to be the same as the last several years under Bloom, where they were super interested in a lot of guys but just missed out. So, so they'll, they'll might get a seat at the table with Otani. But I'm now feeling like they have no chance on them. So both of those teams, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. have spent like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars over in recent years. You talking about the Dodgers and the Rangers? Yeah. Yes. So shouldn't you be able to win a bidding war with them? 
Yeah, but the Dodgers actually have it stacked up pretty well. No, I they know they do. They do a good job. They do a really good they job. They always have prospects, always have money, always have flexibility. Yes. Because you that think the that whole they have idea was Bloom. Right. We were supposed to get that guy. No. Well, didn't I mean, work. They are cleaning up some of the bad contracts. Like, those are kind of going away. But, yeah, the Dodgers, I always think you're going to look at it and it's going to be, like, insane. But you're like, oh, no. Oh, they're actually oh, yeah. not really hamstrung. And I bad. read today, and I'd like to cite it, but I couldn't. Um, so I won't. <laughs> Just that Great. he may be open to what we've talked. I know you and I have had this discussion. Mm-hmm. To a shorter term, more ridiculous money contract. So higher dollar value over a shorter because you know how everybody says, oh, he's going to get ten years, five hundred and something, yeah, like million. a Max Scherzer type deal. So it sounds like maybe he might be more open to like, okay, how about four years, seventy million a year or seventy-five million a year, sold. You'd rather do that, right? Yes, yeah, because worst case scenario, he's not pitching this year. Quicker, I know. All right. Well, if he still hits 40 bombs, I'm happy. Yeah, why would he want to See that do picture that? of him at the uh, the grocery store in Florida? Yeah, he's getting a sub, right? He looked massive. He's a big guy. Is the guy next to him really small or, or is he that big? No, he's a big guy. Like, he looked judging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he No, he's a he's a big fella. So, uh, I mean, I would do that as a team, but I don't know why he would want to do that. He could command. Bet on himself. Yeah, but hit free agency again in just four years. <laughs> How much more money are you going to make? He's 29 right now. So this is the absolute best time to sign so like a 12-year deal. So he'll only be 33. True. And then you can sign a five-year deal where because everything's inflating, right? The uh, price goes up I mean, for everything. Tell me, tell me about it. Yeah. I feel like he could make $500 million right now even without pitching next year. Don't you think somebody would give yeah, But what if he gets $300 million over four years instead of $500 million over 10 years? And then you can hit the market again. He's six four two ten. I feel like he's bigger than that. He looked bigger than that. that so that guy in that picture was small. 210 is not... That big, right? Yeah, right that's folks? what I used to be before <laughs> Awaken 180 came along, and now I'm 189 and couldn't be happier. All right. Good stuff. Um, but so you wouldn't do that if you were him. You would just I want would. the the bird in the hand, as I used earlier. Especially because it's going to be a record setter. Like So Bryce Harper didn't have the greatest contract year his last year with Washington. Right. And then he signed that 13-year deal with the Phillies with no opt-outs for like 330 or whatever it was, which mm-hmm. was a ton of money, but like – Average annual really wasn't that much, and it it's money that'll set you aside. You're fine, right? You're, you're obviously fine, but it wasn't this wild contract, but it's like he doesn't have to worry about it. He doesn't have to be a free agent. He doesn't have to do that, and he's all set. Well, Whereas, I wouldn't do it without opt-outs. But here's the thing with Otani. I feel like he, more than any other player probably, has like risk of like more surgery. Like what if he it's another arm surgery? True. Then in four years from now, he's like, hey, guys, now I'm just a DH. For sure. Just. Now there's still the intrigue that he's both. Yeah, but at a DH, he's still a 40-plus million-dollar player in three years. Yeah, but no one's going to give him a $500 million contract if he can't pitch. No, not at that time. That's what I'm saying. But well, right he now. He might get $300 million after he already got $300 million. That $600 million beat your $500 million. here's the sad reality. He may never pitch again anyway. But right now, there's at least the hope that he's going to pitch again. Well, he'll pitch again. I hope so, but. He will. I mean, he's. You don't the, think he will? I think he he's gonna try. Yeah, <laughs> I think in twenty twenty five he's gonna come back on the yeah. mound. But like, how's that gonna go? It'll be fine. All right. I'm optimistic. Don't be a wet blanket. Do you think he goes to anybody other than the Dodgers? If he had Dodgers or the field, oh, I know no. the Cubs. There's like buzzing about it, about that. But no, I feel, I feel like, like he's gonna go to the Dodgers. Man, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and they have Shohei Otani. Fun out there. Yeah, that's okay. We're gonna get Soto and Yamamoto. You think and so? Only people that end to know. You think that's what's gonna happen? 
Yeah, I'm hoping. You're hoping for the Yamamoto. Solo I'm in. Combo. I'm all so, in. I'm right. more positive. You're the big Breslow guy. You're the biggest Breslow guy. going to get the job the done. The only Breslow guy, actually. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Who else is a Breslow guy? Coop. Oh, Coop's a Breslow guy. I think Coop is more on my side of optimism. Was and Coop like, a Bloom guy? No, I don't think so. Oh, he wasn't. Okay. I think he oh. um, he fell out of favor with Bloom. <laughs> well, I think everybody by the end was like, yeah, I, I don't, don't want to be would, on this. Shit. I don't think he had the excitement for Bloom that he has for Breslow. I think Coop, as a young, optimistic guy. The Red Sox are back. Don't you feel like that's how it should be? Well, this offseason, more than I a while, Red I, Sox are back. No, they got to at least sign Spend a guy first. and trade. They can't. They, he not, said he's going to acquire. They didn't, didn't you hear him? Yeah, they got to get acquire. a guy. I, they haven't got a single player yet. But they will. He said he's going to make tough decisions right. and acquire talent. But I think you're in. You're out of your mind to be excited right now before they've even done anything. Why? So if they finish, aren't you excited if the if the Patriots get uh, Caleb Williams? Yeah. He's not done anything. He's not even a Patriot. You're excited about the possibility of the player. It's an actual player. No, you're excited about the pick. You're excited about a top five pick. You don't know who it's going to be, what it's you're just excited. Five best players. It's a different thing altogether. You know you're getting the Red Sox are going to go get a great player. You don't know that. I do. You don't I do. He said they would. You're okay. I read between the lines. A man you've never met, and you will take his word as though it is oak. Yeah, he seems like a reliable dude. Doesn't. Why? He was a little nervous. I know you were upset about the nerves and the, was, the breathing heavy he was and nervous. deep breaths. He was asked about uh, what they were going to do at the at this free agency. This is what he said. I just I've heard that. I was like, oh, my God, I can't Money. take this guy seriously. See, Breslow should play that around people and be like, <laughs> I was much better than I'm that guy. pretty smooth, aren't I? And that guy gets paid to talk on That's TV. True. That's literally his job. I'm That's supposed true. to find talent. Are Why you- are you so down on it? Excuse me, aren't you a sock sniffer? No, you don't. Are you not that. hosting the pregame show next year? I think that I am, if they'll have me back. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> I am or not. Well, you got to tune in to find out. some changes around here. Next April 1st, you got to listen up. Um, yeah, like, we'll we'll uh, we'll see. As soon as they bring in a guy that I like, I'll be excited. But right now, it's just like, hey, this is what we're going to do. It's like, all right, well, hasn't happened yet. I guarantee they will bring somebody in that you will be excited about. Shohei Otani, Yamamoto, Soto, Tatis, Blake Snell, Corbin Burns. Do you think they get one of those six yes. guys? Okay, yes. then I'm Absolutely. excited. Okay. okay, so be excited. Yep. yep. Woo! Put your Red Sox jersey on. Let's go. I haven't got the guy yet. All right, fantasy brief. It's week 11 in the NFL, and I got some pickups for you. Did you Take win this me. week? Take it from me. Every week you should Fantasy have to tell expert. us whether you won your team's games in the previous week. Oh, no, week. I lost. My team sucks. You stink. <laughs> Stiz is better than you. I know. Yeah, I smashed it this week. And that's why Stiz is going to have your pickups coming up next. <laughs> If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Keith's gonna g- g- give you what, what you need to know. Talk about who you gotta start, who you gotta say, gotta let go. When you be like, whoop, whoop, you doing so good, gonna win your league. But you gotta listen to Rich Keefe in the fantasy breeze. Rich Keefe is playing like John. Clayton up inside the huddle And he's got a intimate knowledge of the fantasy game Like he and Matthew Barry like to cuddle If your team got a problem, yo, he'll solve it Winston Wolf for this fantasy gauntlet So pretty pleased with sugar on it Check out the hook while keep on the gonna g- g- give you the info you desire Who to claim from the waiver wire So your lineup game is on fire Put him on the board Championship You're definitely gonna win your league But you gotta listen to Rich Keith and the fantasy Brief Alright, time for the fantasy brief here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart on a full tank Tuesday night program, WEEI, 
quick update of the Rich Keefe Show Fantasy Football League. In the uh, hashtag dork division, Chris Scheim is in first place at 7-3. and three. Jesus. In the full tang division, Mike Giardi and Stanley Stiz Bruno are tied atop at 7-3. and three. I'm only one game back in that division. All right, calm down. Calm down. Six and four. Hey, if you ain't first, you're last. You're last. And I, you're last, baby. I had a one-point <laughs> loss this week, or less than a point. Oh, that stings. Kicking the cajones. That stings. To, oh, and I lost to uh, Shime. Shime's good. Shime's got a good squad. Not really. No? I should have won. All right, well, you lost. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Makes me a loser. Uh, last place would be Rossi, two and eight. And then our guy Terp is three and seven. So there you go. Still a couple weeks left. In fact, week 11 kicks off on Thursday. And uh, the bye weeks this week, obviously the Patriots, in addition to them, the Colts, Falcons, and Saints. So not as star-studded of uh, bye weeks as last week with the Dolphins and the Chiefs and the Eagles. Like I was loaded with good players. Yep. So here are four quick pickups for you. Uh, One, Ty Chandler, running back from the Vikings. It was already kind of trending this way, but Madison's been... Very ineffective. Trust me, as somebody who owns Alexander Madison, I thought, all right, here he is stepping in for Dalvin Cook. He's going to be good this year. He has not been good this year. Been a lot of good players in the Vikings. Uh, right. And then he got not hurt. Him. He got hurt. and uh, Madison got hurt, I should say. And Ty Chandler stepped in. He had double-digit points last week. So I could see that continuing as the season goes on because Cam Akers is also out. So it's probably going to just be Ty Chandler. Also, if you're in need of a quarterback, Josh Dobbs. So the Patriots. Killing it, yes. If you're the Patriots or uh, a fantasy owner who's been either streaming quarterbacks or because I can't imagine you're playing any of the guys that are on a bye this week, but Josh Dobbs has been good. He was good in Arizona. He's been good in his opportunities with Minnesota, and he's still available in over half the league, so Josh Dobbs isn't bad. Can I ask a question about a guy that I am not familiar with? Yeah. I happen, He po- popped up while I was watching some of the highlights this weekend. Who's this uh, Rico Dowdle? Dodal for the Cowboys, the running back, who looked really good the other day. I don't know. Rico Dodal? No idea. Dio. Yeah, what did he do? Maybe Dowdy. He had 12 for 79 and a touchdown. Pretty good. And I just saw that, like, he he runs kind of explosively and violently. Like, Pollard had uh, 3.7 per carry. He had 6.6 per carry. Yeah. And I, I actually liked him because... Uh, they showed one of the highlights. He thought he had scored, and they called him down. Like He was celebrating the back of the end zone. He was actually jo- jogging to the bench, and he looked back, and the offense was lining up, and he had to run back out and yeah, line yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but is he uh, is he a fantasy pickup? I wouldn't think so, only because that game was so lopsided. Like That was a blowout from Jump Street. He looked good to me. He did, but Tony Pollard's also looked pretty good this year. So I would think they were probably just easing up on on Pollard. I would be less than fourth-year class- player. Never heard of him. I w- South right. Carolina. Yeah, I would much rather have uh, Ty Chandler than than uh, was it Do- Dowdle? D o d d o w d l e. I'm going to look him up. That game was a rough watch, but yeah, he ended up putting up good numbers that game. But in I, our league to see if he is yeah, I bet he's available. available. I bet he's available. A couple of other running backs that might be worth a sniff. Royce Freeman. We've mentioned him before. It looks like it's Royce Freeman and Daryl Henderson with the Rams and. The Rams are coming off the bye. Freeman's still available in a lot of leagues. And in the three weeks leading up to the bye, he had a total of 33 carries. So, again, it's not a workhorse back by any means, but he's getting double-digit touches every game. So there is some value in that. And obviously Latavius Murray, too, uh, had a touchdown last night for the Bills. He's still getting a little bit of uh, work. 
is your guy Dodal available in our He's league? available in our league. Yeah, I bet he is. Well, I don't care for that tone. You can have him. In Screw fact, I, I, would, I want you to start him. I want Let's you to see start. his game log. I bet it's not great. This was his second game over 10 points. Against Arizona, he had 12. This was a 13.9 point game. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of touches. He doesn't get the ball. He had 12. Maybe he should. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Caught a couple passes in a couple games. (laughs) He has seven catches on the season. Watch. I hope he blows up and I'm going to mock you. I hope he does too. Yep. And you can have him in all the way to the bank with uh, Rico (laughs) Dowdall in there. Uh, You can join the program at 617 779 7937. If you miss any of the show, you can download the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast two hours down two hours to go here on the rich keith show with andy hart we come back i want to get to some of the uh 2024 week one odds for who's going to be the head coach of the patriots who's going to be the starting quarterback of the patriots and where bill belichick might be coaching we got all those coming up next